Hey everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through the release windows of yesteryear for video games. I am your host, Nick. Down cat, kitty corner or catty corner, depending on where you're from. That is my other brother. Who are you? Oh, I am Jacob. I'm Jakey boy. Don't call him Jake, though. He fucking hates that. And then hate that. to my left, he's catty corner or kitty corner from Jake. Jacob. Oh, Jacob. I, I don't know if I want to be either one of those. I'm I'm Josh, but well, why you guys sound so like robotic? Like it's it's yeah. kitty it's kitty corner. Like I think that's a Wisconsin Northern Illinois thing because everyone up there when I was living up in Chicago, everyone up there said kitty corner. I don't hear anyone uh, saying it up here. I mean, like boomer, boomer alert. I think Iowa might. I think I think it might be the cutoff is like the Iowa line. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to my Midwestern roots and say, okay, let's move on catty corner uh <laughs> yeah. hey everybody today we are doing uh q2 of 2010 it's a big one and then later today i'm gonna be i'm gonna be doing a speed cap for uh the sleeper hit i think i think we can call it a cult classic at this point alan wake i mean to get a remaster i'd say it definitely had a cult following it got multiple remasters at this point <laughs> that is true didn't, didn't they talk about like making like a movie or a show uh, I don't know uh, about a show, but I know that they I know the second one's coming out and I know they're like making it part of the control verse. I could, I could, oh, yeah, I, was... I could see Remedy like making all their stuff movies though. But it's tricky because all of their games are kind of inspired by movies, so it's kinda of like Uncharted becoming a movie, even though Uncharted was inspired by Tomb Raider and um Indiana Jones, so it's like it kind of becomes a hat on a hat at some point. Hat on a hat. A hat on a hat. For those who don't know, we are now part of the Trident Network. Great, a great family of podcasts. Go ahead and check out some of our brother and sister podcasts. You can still find us on all the podcast channels. What channels? No, podcast. What's the word I'm looking for here? Programs? I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You had me at a loss. I, you were supposed you, to. Oh, here it is. Down. Here it is. You can still find us on all your favorite platforms, podcast platforms. Say that five times, five times fast. Please you rate and review us once. Say it once. <laughs> rate and review us. Uh, Apple and Spotify are two that I know of that you can do that. I think Google allows it too. Uh, five stars is the recommended number. If you do four. Uh, that's fine too. They both start with an F, so I can understand how you might get those two confused. But five's preferred. Fun fact about the Spotify one, before you can review, it actually makes you listen to, like, an episode or two. Really? Does it? Yeah, yeah. because I tried to get on there, and I saw there was reviews available. I was like, oh, I actually just want to check it out and see it. And I clicked it, and it said, oh, you're not able to review this just yet. You listen to a couple episodes before you're able to review. And I was like, oh, that's actually quite interesting, because then you can't, like, bomb somebody's, like, podcast. Like, oh, you don't like that person? I'm going to give them one star. Like, no, you requires you to at least attempt it and be like... Okay, I listened to like two episodes. I guess it was okay. I'll give them a three star. They can do a little better. So the fact that they can do that, but Steam can't prevent people from review bombing yet is kind of ridiculous. Considering Steam's been going at this for how long now? Dude, they don't care. (laughs) They have, they have the, they have the population. They have the traffic. It's, it's the the main hub for all gaming online. They're like, we don't, we don't care if you review bomb. We're just happy that you're here. We love you guys. They got their Vince McMahon going on. I sent that. I sent that <laughs> meme to somebody today. So Netflix is doing a reality show Squid Game, like a real life Squid Game. Like people aren't going to actually die, but they're oh, doing. That's not real life Squid Game. Man. 
Exactly. It's dark because it's like, did you guys not get the point of the show? It's that the people up top are bad and the people fighting for the money are like, oh, come on, Netflix. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Is Mr. Beast, is he hosting it? <laughs> I just wanted to say the same thing. I was talking to a friend about this. I was like, who hosts this show? Because if you're the host, you're the bad guy. And they're like, oh, they probably do like an AI voice, kind of like the circle does. So I was thinking it'd either be like that or it'd be like Legends of the Hidden Temple where they had Omek. It would just oh, be yeah. somebody in a mask. And, and you figure since mask Singer is so popular that that's something that would resonate with people for some reason because people like mysterious masked people who sing at them. Oh, this brings up two great questions then. One, and this might be random, so you can ignore it if you want. Where does Mr. Beast get all of the money? Like, I see all of his videos where he's like, I'm going to give you $100,000. And it seems like he does it like every other video. And it's like, dude, where are you yeah. getting this money from? It's, like, a, it's like endorsements. He sold two burgers. <laughs> that, he, that, that, that pays for those. Two, where is Netflix going to get this money since they're, you know, upping the price on everything and then people are like, leaving left and right and they can't even get their production value out of their shows other than Stranger Things? It's, well... For those who don't know, Netflix is uh, in dire times right now, and they've actually started cutting people on the lower end. Yep, but then uh, they're cutting like their animation, like animation uh, groups are actually getting cut. And I'm kind of worried because there are some animation shows there that I really like, like Inside Job. Inside Job is so good. Which one did you say? Castlevania. Castlevania. Really, really good. good. I think Castlevania finished though, didn't they? I think they did, but I thought they were going to do like a spinoff series. Y- yeah, there's actually a spinoff series that was announced. I need to watch yeah. Castlevania. I hear it's really good. It is well, honestly, you, it's really good. Oh, I don't. What I don't get is they're making like more live action anime, and you've seen how they all flopped. Cowboy Bebop. We talk about. I think we talk about this like every other episode, or almost every episode. Yeah, we have actually, because I think last time we talked about that <laughs> and One Piece and freaking. Yeah. Uh, it's just ridiculous that Netflix is cutting all that all that talent, and now they're like live action Squid Game for you normies. Come well, get you know, some money. You know who's eating them up right now, though? Who? Disney and HBO. They'll I think, take everything I, out of them. I think number. I think Disney's up there, but I think who's really eating them right now, first of all, is Apple, because uh, a major motion picture from a streamer hasn't won Best Picture until this year when Apple did it with Coda. And Netflix, oh, yeah. Netflix has been trying to do that for a few years now. I think the closest they got was Roma two or three years ago, but that has to be eating them. And then also HBO max, like with them using all those WB movies and having them stream day and date that brought in a lot of people. They're still nowhere near Netflix because Netflix has a really good base, but Netflix started fucking around and finding out they're like, Hey, all you people sharing passwords, we're cutting that. And people are on top of that. We're going to bring in ads. Like let's, let's just face it. That's the one thing Netflix that made Netflix stick out between all of them was they are the first one to come out with no ads. I don't mind the ads because they're still going to have the no ads level, but they're going to increase the price. And you know that they'll increase the price, but like I have no ad Hulu and that is probably my favorite streamer. No, I agree hundred percent because they have, they have FX Hulu's really good about limited series. Like they did, uh, they did Normal People, which is just like a sex romp that was really good. Uh, they did Little Fires Everywhere, which was a good, like, uh, the haves and have-nots. It was a show about uh, this rich family adopting this baby of this Asian woman in the neighborhood and, like, the whole, like, how it tore apart the uh, town. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. That's why Hulu, they get my paycheck at the end of the month. What Hats paycheck? You, Hulu. Yeah, what paycheck? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm still waiting to get paid for this. What is so? <laughs> damn it. We so we talked pre-show about uh, all the summer game fest stuff. Sounds like you guys still got some catching up to do. A few of the highlights for me, and I told I told you about them beforehand. Um, the two games that are stemming from the inside and limbo guys breaking apart were revealed. So I think it's Somerville and C- Cocoon. Both look amazing. Cocoon looks like it's playing with um, some puzzle elements with like different colored cocoons and how they reenact with the environment. Somerville just looks like a nice little narrative with a family uh, trying to escape an alien attack. It's the little 2D, 2D slash 3D like areas that you were used to from those guys. I think those look good. Uh, Starfield, they did some play. <laughs> they did some. Oh, I, people. Starfield is the new space travel space exploration game from bethesda think fallout or um the elder scrolls in space with a touch of no man's sky i feel like that's familiar for some reason (laughs) i don't know why like as soon as i said oh there's a thousand planets i was like didn't this game come out like five or six years ago I saw, and that's the meme right now is like they go back and talk about the pit big games like fall uh oblivion see that mountain back there you can climb that and then they <laughs> went to a uh, fall for over ten thousand customizable things and uh settings and all that and then it went to that and it said there's over ten thousand planets there's over ten thousand planets and only two of them have things on them to do his planet wow. level is over ten thousand I feel like it's going to be washed. I don't know. I don't understand the fascination. I, You know, I think this is something that Borderlands started when Borderlands was like, we have a million guns. And like all the business people were like, well, hey, Borderlands has a million guns. What do you guys have? And the Starfield people were like, like 20 years, yeah, 10, but... 10, 15 years later, a thousand plant, 10,000 planets. We have an RPG. We have Hulk. We have, uh, we have stuff. I just, I don't understand. I don't, I feel like less is more. And I feel like that's why indie games are kind of like hitting their Taking stride over. right now because AAA is like, we got to give them more. They need more. The people want more. And really, we just want good stuff, not, not more. I mm-hmm. pause for dramatic effect. That won't, that won't, that won't play effect. in the audio version really well. Hey, well, either way, I agree 100%. But. I don't know who, in my opinion right now, and just based on what they've done so far, is actually doing better than I thought they would. I mean, we'll Capcom. see. Capcom. We'll see. The, so the Xbox... Capcom? Oh, Capcom. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, with Resident Evil 3, it was, you know, we didn't... The fans did not get exactly what they wanted, but you have to give them credit for everything they've given us between RE2, Village, and the future content of Reverse, RE4 Remake, and the DLC for Village. I'm still waiting for Reverse. It's in my Steam thing. It's like, hey, it's not out yet. Yeah, we're, we're, getting, we're almost there. It's almost there. It's almost there. Uh, you know what else had a really good showing that I was super surprised? Like, everything I've listened to, all the stuff I've read, people are really digging Street Fighter Six. Yep, yep. It looks great. It like, looks it's... great. They've only... Oh. Are they only doing... They're only doing, like, eight or ten characters, right, Jake? They're like... They don't have a lot in there. Yeah, I don't have a lot now, and some people are questioning, like, there's a certain character in the game that people are just like, where are they? I saw that Guile was back. I don't remember what the character was, but, yeah, like, they're, they want more. They like it. People want more. I mean, it's only, it's, it's still an early production, though, isn't it? It's not, like, 100% done. It's, like, it's, like, still... it's not gold, it's, like, borderline gold. It's, yeah, I mean, it's... I think it's, I think it's, like, there, like, they're just kind of, like, 
adding stuff. I think it was just a teaser, like, okay, hey, we have this going on. But, I mean, that's kind of, I think they're on the same boat as that new Riot fighting game that's supposed to come out soon. Oh, right. Speaking of Riot, the other thing I saw is all the Riot games are going to Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every actually, Riot game. They're supposed to put, yeah, every damn Riot game, it's, like, everyone's kind of just like, how's that going to work? How are you going to play League of Legends on the console? They were free already to begin with, right? Yes, yes. So really, what the what you're paying for is the skin, like the. It's they kinda, do, yeah, you're. They oh yeah, because you get every you get every damn character in every game. Shit. With that pass. So then, what are you? It's just. So then, what's the what's the what's the season pass giving you then? Are you just getting skins for those different characters? Yeah, I think so. Jesus. Like, Jesus. I understand. I can understand like Valorant and. Um, Auto chess is on there, right? Or not auto chess. And the fighting TF game, TFT. TFT. I'm not sure. TFT does not need to be on there. <laughs> it's cr it's just it's crazy to me. Like Game Pass is like fucking going right now. Like Game Pass is where Netflix was about 12 years ago, or about about 10 years ago. Sony, I mean Sony's gonna have is gonna have to literally pull something out of their ass to be able to keep up with Nintendo's. They're not doing a good job. Oh, you mean Microsoft's or? It's like Sony, you know, Sony's revamped their whole entire uh, thing, right? Yeah, and it's bad. Like, it's very, yeah. the, the messaging around it's very confusing. There's no consistency, yes. like, based on what consoles you're getting or what games. And if you mm -hmm. were ahead of time and bought extra stuff to keep your uh, PlayStation Plus going without going through the new system, they basically canceled all that and then told you that if you want to keep it, you have to go back in and pay for all what you just paid for, basically. So here's the here's the issue with Sony. Sony has all these great third person game like story story driven. Sony thinks they're HBO in the late '90s, early 2000s. They're like, we have The Sopranos, we have The Wire. Fuck you, uh, we don't have to do this shit. We are HBO. We're not TV. That's I think that's no, I mean, really what it comes out. That's to. really that's a really good point. Uh, what's every what's everybody playing? So I've I've been. I've, Tried and true, still playing Fortnite. New season's great. I also, uh, Game Pass just had Disc Room added. For those who don't know what Disc Room is, it is I a, don't. I showed Josh a video the other you day. <laughs> uh, basically, you're in a room, and you have to dodge these discs. It's, it's, it's time-related, so you're trying to get the best time in the room, and the rooms are crazy. You have these boss fights where you have to get these pickups to hit the boss. It's a lot of fun. Look it up. It's free on game pass i'm enjoying my time with it it's one of those games where you can play it for 15 minutes and just shut your brain off and then call it a night it's a lot of fun what you guys got uh so i you know tft new set new set came out uh are almost diamond so that's pretty dope it's probably the fastest i've grind to diamond uh braha just announced their world tournament in atlanta i'm excited for that um yeah that's pretty much it. Uh, no really new games that I've been playing lately. Dog days of summer, baby. Dog days. So I've been attempting to knock out Resident Evil 4 and Professional to 100% my Steam. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm literally on the last half of the island. You said Resident Evil 4? Yeah. Oh, the island. Yeah, the crowds so are bad. the crowds are boss is probably the hardest on Professional. Believe it or not, he was actually fairly easy compared to running uh, when you get, meet, was it Brad in the helicopter? Or whoever is the guy on the... Charlie, maybe? Um, I forget the helicopter. Mike, name Mike, 
Mike. Says Mike. So that whole yeah. scene I literally died 15 times getting through it. Oh, it is hard because that part where you have to like, you can kind of like angle yourself around the turret. The literally the, fir the first and second turrets kept killing me. The QTE in that fight, I remember being a big pain in the ass. Like... I just I remember dying by his knife, not even in the middle of the gameplay, but the fucking like the fucking cutscene where you, oh, you have to like throw your knife up or something like that. Fun yep. fact: Oh, you're talking about the first time you run in the Krauser. I think it's the second time because it's still well, no, before he gets it's still before he gets his arm. Well, no, but you said when you throw his knife up uh, your knife up in the air. I think you're talking about the QT when you first run into him, and then the oh yeah, actual... he throws the knife at you, and you have, you have to dodge it's, it. It's a and, very and, fast and... one because it's like. And if you if you like we're looking away, then you turn you're back. Oh die. shit! Leon's on the ground dead. <laughs> Fun fact for those who don't know: you, your knife is more powerful in the Krauser fight than any other gun. Really? I mean, if you no, have like the fully upgraded, I think it's equivalent to that. But your knife does more damage to him. I think that's canon. That's canon right there. That's <laughs> very canon. <laughs> Anything else, Josh? No, that's it. That's my fun fact of the night. Ooh, fun I... fact of the night. Quick fun fact: I have been playing Iron Harvest again. They put out their world map mode. Lots of fun. If you haven't if you haven't checked out Iron Harvest in a minute, well worth it. All right. What do you guys say we get to the games? Let's do it. Q two. Do it. All right. 2010 Q2. Here we go. Starting out April 13th, we have, which I I think this is probably my second favorite game in the series. This is Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Conviction. But. Oh, a beautiful bleh. sequel to an already beautiful game. I mean, uh, the, uh, uh, the I remember this, the movement in this being so silky. Yes. Like you could, you could like just move like, oh, and then the, what was the, what's the quick shots, the quick shots called? Um, quick shots. Where like no. you, you would t you would tag like two or three guys. Oh yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it automatically kill them. Oh god, that's gonna bother me now. I just I remember because so conviction was in conviction was in development hell for a while because this was originally supposed to be very different. It was kind of kind of born esque more more born esque like Sam Fisher was gonna be a homeless man and you were gonna have to use more things in the environment to like beat up bad guys. And uh, they completely changed it. It's, it plays a lot more like Conviction. It's just faster. It's a faster Conviction. I don't know if they... Because they, I think they did away with the screen. So like in older Splinter Cells, you had a screen with like how many kills. Or if you try, you try to like zero it out. Kind of like the old Hitman too. You were trying to zero everything out. I think they got rid of it for this one. Because a lot of it was kill based on this. By the way, that feature you're looking for is called the Mark and Execute. Mark and Execute. Great name, too. It is a very fantastic name. Did they have an, did they have an active reload, or did they... I think they might have skipped the active reload, but they the cover... skipped the active reload. The cover in this, like, taking cover in this game was amazing, because all you had to do was, like, if you were in cover, and you can kind of see it if you're watching the video version of this, if you were in cover, you could point to something else that was a cover across from you, and then hit a button, and it would switch over. I'm kind of getting, like, some um, Division vibes from... I, I, I get that. I can see that. Probably, it's probably an older version of that engine. Uh, yeah. I, I remember the division being really upset that it was a um, a looter shooter. Mm -hmm. I was way more into the division when I thought it was just like one of these. Or like, oh, hey, if you headshot a guy, they're dead. It looked way cooler no. at that point to me. 
And one, and one, in my opinion, one weird aspect, but it adds to the gameplay for this one that they did was there was no lockpicking or hacking in this. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what they, they made up for it in all the the gameplay as far as like the the actiony type feeling because this wasn't your typical Splinter Cell of going in all sneakily like you just seen this firefight here it was guns blazing like come on it does not get any better than that yeah so this yeah more action based I think they took the conviction ending where you kill Lambert or not conviction they took the double oh, agent sure. ending where you killed Lambert and made it made it canon they uh, you, so basically third echelon which is the company you had been working for and the rest of the series has been disbanded you are now part of fourth echelon and basically, the bad guys in this one are are what's left of third echelon. I think in this one you're not fourth echelon yet. I think you're still like. Is it formed? Is it formed by the end? Maybe it's it's formed the end because that's what you start in the next one is fourth echelon because Sam Fisher is like the leader, isn't he? The de facto leader of it. I still need to play that. What is that blacklist? I still need to play blacklist. I played a big a little bit of it. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get there. We'll talk about it when we get there in a few years. <laughs> yeah, when we get there. So at this point, like you're like semi-retired because. At this point, like Nick said, uh, you, the Lambert uh, ending is canon, so you did kill him to keep your uh, identity safe to shame. stay in the organization. It's a damn shame. Sam would have never done that. I think at this point as well, spoiler alert, of course, I believe you find out that Sam's daughter is still alive. Yes, so in Double Agent, the whole thing that drives the plot is that he's willing to go undercover because his daughter was killed by a drunk driver. And then you find out, like, oh, in this game, you're like, Sam, your daughter's alive. It's like, it's one of those things you're like, really? Okay, guys, I guess, I <laughs> guess. The part of this game, and another spoiler, part of this game I remember is the end when you are dragged into the Oval Office by the bad guy. You're surrounded by people, and it has you set up a mark and execute, and you pull it off beautifully, and then you have to escape the White House. It's the... And I think at that point, it's like he's the, the bad guy is the current leader of Third Echelon, isn't it? Yeah. Because he, at the beginning, he's sending you out on stuff. And by the halfway point, you're like, oh, shit, are we the baddies? <laughs> we are the baddies. I think this is yeah. a great game because, I mean, it took it took Splinter Cell into a new area, made it more action-oriented. Because a lot of people did, like, as good as those first four games were, a lot of people did complain about the speed. I think they got the speed just right. I just wish there was more, like... More variety. Like, I think Double Agent had a really good mission variety. And then you get here, and they're like, let's just take all the action parts. Now, this was the last one, wasn't it? Blacklist was right after this. Um... Like, two or three years later. But, like, like we said earlier, we'll get to that one eventually. Uh, Splinter Cell Conviction, what a game. Uh, the multiplayer, take it or leave it. Uh, I think Double Agent and Conspir Conspiracy Theory, Chaos Theory, had the best ones. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it gave us old man Sam as a meme. So, it, I still think it's a great game. Yeah, it's a great game. I, it's just it's not a great Splinter Cell. No, no, but for what it, like give, going from Double Agent to this, I think it was probably one of the best moves they could make for sure. Because Double Agent definitely did have some like it was a little slower. It wasn't as slow in my opinion as like Chaos Theory or Pandora Tomorrow, but still a little slow. Where this. I mean, I think it picked up the pace and added to the story. The only thing I wish they would have done better was a little bit of the plot. I mean, just a little bit with the whole, your daughter's still alive. They like, went, Yeah, they went full fucking born with it. Anything else on Conviction, boys? Nope. I got Great nothing. Game. Give it a try. Give it a try. It's, I'm sure it's out there and it's cheap. 
dirt cheap. 12-year-old game at this point. All right, up next, we've got May 11th. The third Skate game came out, Skate 3. This is from EA. I think it's Black Box Studios who did this. Yeah, Black Box, yeah. RIP Black Box, I think. I believe you're correct on that. So this game... Oh, yeah, there they are. Yeah, this, 13. This game uh, is the reason that you still hear people bitching and moaning about Skate 4. And I actually did play this <laughs> game because I think it was a Games with Gold game at a certain point. It was. Uh, for those who don't know, Tony Hawk lifted the ceiling with skateboard games. It was very arcadey. You could do all these crazy tricks. And then EA in the aughts and then later on, and then 2010 being the end of that, uh, was like, hey, what if we made a skate video game where all of your motions and all of your kick, like all your tricks were done with like the two D-pads? And you'd think that'd be a mess, but it actually played really freaking good. I don't think it's aged well graphic-wise, being 12 years old at this point. But I no, think it it paved the way because like now there's like all these skate simulators you see on Steam. I forget what I think I played Sessions a few months ago, and they're great. And those wouldn't have happened if skate hadn't happened. No, I would say Tony Hawk led introduced the world to. I mean, obviously there we had like Tony Hawk famous skaters and all that, but I believed to the world Tony Hawk introduced skating, and skate introduced the passion of skating. So the I um, mean, go ahead, Jake. I was say Tony Hawk games would still be made till this day. No, yeah, I'm still... not saying that they would not not be. Made. What I'm saying is Tony Hawk is what introduced it because obviously not everybody was into skating. Like skating was a thing, but not as well known. Then you had the X Games and, and Tony Hawk, and it started to pick up pace. I think skate just showed like the passion that can go into skating. Like, I think skating is well well known because it had its scene. Like you had zines, you had the videos back in the 80s and 90s. Right. But it brought it to the mainstream, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. It, That's it what made, I'm trying to go for. It, it made Thank like you. people who like might have like you know been suburbanites, like just living at their home. Like, oh wait, people really skateboard now. They found out really quick that people don't do fucking kickflips into 50/50 grinds into fucking nollie 360 <laughs> spins. They found that out real quick, but. I mean, hell, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater made way for, uh, what was there? There was a surfing game. There was a biking game. I'm sure there was an inline game like that. And then I mean, eventually, eventually EA was like, EA was, this is back when EA was taking risks. They're not taking risks right now. And they were like, hey, like people like the skateboarding stuff. What if we, what if we came in and did this? And this was at the time when the Tony Hawk series was faltering. Like, I think this, the first one came out right around the time of Project 8. Then you're correct on that. But I was just going to say, at this point, we're like one fantastic skateboarding game away from getting a skateboarding movie starring Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson. You stop I'm telling that, you, you stop that right now. You stop what? that right now. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that baffles me about the skate series is that EA is so hush-hush about 4. Like, I think they recently said more skate is coming, but they won't say that it's Skate 4. I think they're like trying to do a mobile one. Which I'm sure you can pull off in this day and age, but like EA, like fuck, man, come on, you are choking everything else out. Like Bioware, Battlefield, Battlefield. <laughs> the one shining light you have right now is Respawn, and I'm sure you're going to choke them out. <laughs> like people want Titan... abuse call away from it. People want Titanfall three, and guess what's not happening? Titanfall three. They've they've now become. You know what? You know what Respawn did. They, they gave Respawn something to do, and Respawn fucking delivered, and now Respawn's doing everything. And you know what you're supposed to do when someone gives you additional ben uh, additional things to do? You fuck it up so they don't ask you to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're asked for a raise. Like, hey, do Star Wars. 
just deliver a shit game. They're not asking the Battlefield guys to do Star Wars anymore. They're like, hey, let's let's make microtransaction the shit out of this, and we can just do Battlefield the whole time. We don't have to fuck with this Battlefront shit anymore. Well, well, going back to your mobile games, I, I'm starting to lose faith in that. I mean, look at look at Mortal. Oh, Diablo. Diablo. Look at I mean, look at the, so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, it was going to be shit the minute they said there was microtransactions. EA needs Activision right now to be shit so they can clean up their mess because EA is going through. They're they, they're losing the FIFA rights. They uh, Madden Madden's still selling, but like everything else is shit. I honestly think the only thing EA's got going right now is Apex and Madden and to an extent FIFA, but it won't be called FIFA anymore. But they're bound to fuck that up at some point. Oh, they, they you can't rely. You cannot rely on your your free to play game forever. It's not going to be a, a you know reputable source of income at that point. You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to take I that I can risk. rely on him. I'm so mad. I'm so, so mad. <laughs> Are we done with Skate, guys? Yes, we're done with Skate. Yeah, right. fuck that game. Damn, Jake. Tell them how you really feel. <laughs> someone someone from Black Box is listening right now. and You know you know the, uh, you know know the Billy Madison, the guy with the list and the makeup? He just put <laughs> Jakey Boy Kaufman down. So I'm going to get that fucker. Is Black Box, are they still out? Are they like, they're, is they're the RIP? They're gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, don't, they can't afford to listen to our podcast. We're free, so that's that's deep. <laughs> no, right. they, don't, they don't have a phone. So we got a Jesus. double banger here on May 18th. Uh, damn, talk about talk about bad luck for Remedy, but I mean it it circled back for him. So May 18th, we've got Alan Wake from Remedy, and then from Rockstar, we've got Red Dead Redemption. We're gonna we're gonna start with Alan Wake though. Well, I because you can't really talk about one without the other. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Horizon with uh, Zelda with breath of the wild like those coming out so close together like those games are forever entwined it's just like uh moonlight and la la land are forever entwined because of that bullshit that happened at the oscars mm-hmm. uh alan wake oh it's the game we're gonna be doing a speed run about and it is con- the plot is convoluted uh it's inspired it's inspired by like uh the mystery novels of like stephen king and all those folks back in the 80s and 90s third person action uh, linear it originally started as an open world game though and then Rem- Remedy couldn't make it work. So they were like, okay, we got to... I think it took them like two or three years to dumb it down to this. Uh, the enemies, like these shadow guys, you shine, you shine a flashlight on them to like weaken them. And then once they're weakened, you can shoot them with bullets. Bullets kill. Who knew? I, I played this before I played Red Dead Redemption. And I loved this. I think it's a great game. I think Remedy's third-person action is some of the best. I thought this back when this came out. This is them coming right off of Max Payne stuff. I love that Deluxe 345 is getting free ad space right now. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. I just quickly go through the videos to find ones that aren't talking, so my bad. <laughs> it's all good. And you know what? This game's finally getting a sequel, and it's actually being labeled completely different. It's being labeled as a horror game. Oh, I forgot about the flare. Sorry. Flare surprise. Which, let's be honest. I, I think if right. they would have done this one as a horror, like strictly horror I think it would have been much better. Like, I still enjoy it like you. I there's definitely, definitely played this before I did Red Dead. So I enjoyed it. But I felt like it was just too action-y. It, it, had to need, it needed more of a horror aspect. So it's it's got the atmosphere. It's got the collectibles with like your manuscript pages being everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the gun variety is very good. I liked Alan as a character. I like the characters around him as well. It's just Barry's it, my favorite. Barry is Barry's Barry's his agent, right? His agent, yeah. Okay, I was because I was reading about him earlier. I was like, wait, who the fuck is Barry again? Uh, I, I think it has the problem that a lot of Remedy games has is that uh, 
very it's very linear like you see this path right here that he's following as like the tornado destroys the bridge like it just feels like it's guiding you down a path like i think i would have liked their open world version of this better and you can kind of see little mm -hmm. breadcrumbs of it because some of the areas are huge oh you get lost mm -hmm. easily if you're not paying attention but i think this is one of the first games first linear games i can think of where like you're standing like in a spot and like in that spot you can see where you need to go it's like a it's like a fucking mountain range like in the yonder and like it feels like it's miles away but then you fall off a bridge and you get there it's a game that is constantly doing that and remedy has done it i think in the next two games after that so i remember seeing it yep. in uh what was their next one quantum quantum break and break yep. which, which when we get to that one i'm a fanboy like a motherfucker because people hate that one it's good though it's my favorite uh, any you guys have anything to add i could talk about alan wake all day I don't know, man. I, I never really played it. It looked interesting, um, and I like when I hear that it's in you know the other games, the same universe as like Quantum Break and Control. You know, it makes you want to like, oh, you know, see why they're connected or how they're connected. Um, is his last name Wake? Yeah, yeah, it's his actual okay. name. Yeah, and and so and to add on to what Jake just said, I think that's what makes it go to their next game worth it because in each game they like they'll have like the little. Um, they cut me out here. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know what's the word you're looking for, Josh. What's fine? Yeah, it's kind of confused. It's it's the word you have like things in the background, little secrets, Easter eggs, continuity, Spoiler. Easter eggs, Easter, yeah, Easter, eggs. Easter eggs. Thank you. Like Easter eggs to them and everything. I think with Control, they did a really good job of like finally hitting it home that hey, it's basically all in the same universe. Like how great! Like it just it makes you want to go back and play to see if they did any continuity within their games to make it, you know, follow through. I need to play Control. I got it for free on Epic Game Store, and it's just been sitting there. The only thing I had not done is played the DLC. Now, the DLC, I remember the DLC for this game being, Alan Wake being really good and continuing oh, yeah. the story. Yeah, so, like, they leave it off. Like, so if you don't get the DLC, they leave it off on, like, a decent note. But the DLCs add on to it and just make it so much better. And then they did, so they did a game in 2012. I don't think we'll talk about it because I don't think it'll make our list, but they, they did, they did like American Nightmare, which I think was like a speed, like a, a way, a horde based game or something like that. Yeah, To an extent, I think that's correct. And it's also just a spinoff. So it's not like, I knew it was, I knew it wasn't like a true sequel. So my stingy ass, like my nose is in the air. I was like, I'm not playing it. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. not, not doing it. Not doing it. Not doing it. All right, let's, so let's talk about the other game that came out the same day that just buried this fucking game. And it's great. I think there's like a podcast episode that can be done about games that were buried by a game that came out the same day or like within its window. I think you, there's enough there's stuff there. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Red Dead Redemption from Rockstar. So this is hot. This was hot off of Grand Theft Auto 4. Uh, this same day and date. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the build-up to this game, no one was. I feel like people were talking about it, but it was just your normal coverage. It wasn't like, oh, this is the holy grail. Oh no, like no, like no heavy praise. No, so I feel like this was like, in, in, in my opinion at least, this was Witcher two compared to Witcher three. Yeah, I could see that because this was because the game before this, so they already had the Red Dead license well before this, and I think it was called Red Dead Revolver. It was a first-person shooter came out on the Xbox and PlayStation 2, if I'm remembering correctly. It was oh, just yeah. It was just okay. It was just okay. So then this comes out, and, you know, people see the Red Dead name, and they're like, oh, you know, they're going to try and do their cowboy shit. And then it comes out, and people are like, we like John Marston. 
John Marston is our kind of stuff. I just remember I mean, when this came out, people were losing their fucking marbles over it. Yeah, people were like, Alan, Alan who? Who's, who's awake? Who's awake? <laughs> you don't own Red Dead Redemption? What is wrong with you, you peasant? I played so much poker in this game. <laughs> and that's why you have a gambling problem. That's why I have a gambling addiction. Thanks, Red Dead Redemption. You're awesome. Uh, the other, uh, I didn't whore around in this game. I did like taking my lasso while I was on a horse and lassoing somebody. That's that always was always fun. fun. The story was compelling. The characters are great. But, I mean, it's a rock star game, so I don't really have to tell you that. The first time you, the first time you ride into Mexico and the story changes or the the music changes and they start playing like, the the light guitars you're right. Oh my god! And the map is no, huge. So the map is huge. And then the end. People talk about the ending where, I think I think that's really one of the things that really stands out about this game is the ending. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, so for those who are allergic to spoilers, go ahead and cover your ears. John Marston. Blah, blah, blah dies at the end so he's he's paid his debts to society he's paid his debts to the government and then at the end the government comes for him and says oh shit we're gonna kill you anyway while his family's in the barn or riding like he gets his family to run and this is an, so just like just like splinter cell this game has i think it's called dead eye mode where you mm-hmm. you like yep. scan over them but instead of like automatically targeting them it picks you pick the spot where you target them you hit 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 and then once you've used all of them up it'll go and fire all your shots it sets you up to do that and you're you if you played splinter cell your brain was probably in the same place mine was like i'm gonna win this because of this no not at all you you shoot a few guys but then everyone else just you're just getting blasted by shells by bullets and you just you're a bloody mess by the end but then the game doesn't stop there you play as your son like 10 years later Jake's face, I love it. He plays your son ten years later, and you're looking for the guy who orchestrated that. And you basically the last mission is you hunting this man down, who's an old man now, by the way. It's a beautiful story about revenge. I think The Last of Us Two, those guys probably like kind of had that ending in mind as they were doing Last of Us Two. I know Last of Us One was still a few years off, but they probably had. They were like, yeah, remember Red Dead Redemption? Remember that ending? What if we did that? in seattle for a whole game (laughs) (laughs) what it's so right what do you guys think (laughs) and then all the yes men were like yep yep neil neil drucker we got you yep yep you you had one guy you had one guy like like stand up and just go (laughs) you have a gift (laughs) and and one guy was like i don't think we can do it and neil drucker fucking stabbed him (laughs) (laughs) threw him out the window (laughs) he's like you get the fuck out of here you're fired Oh, I forgot about the duels. So, okay, so here's if you're watching the video mode, here's that that mode I was talking about. That you, quick draw click, mode, click, I think, click, is what it's yep. called. And so they have you do that at the end of the game, and you think, oh, I've got this win, but you don't. Oh, and let's not. Okay, so then that's just single player. You gotta also include the multiplayer, which obviously had very basic modes. You had your death match, capture the flag, um, your custo- uh, character customization. But if I remember correctly, I believe. Whoever was on the winning team, your character would execute the losing team. Oh, shit. I, if I remember correctly. I think I could be wrong. I think it may have been one specific game mode. but Because I never really got into the multiplayer. Like I played it a couple of times, but I mainly played the single player. And I also did, of course, the DLC. I, the the uh, DLC was only multiplayer what? stuff and then the Red Dead... I meant the the dead the undead yeah I tend to I mean technically I know it's a standalone but I consider that a DLC it's, still it's basically hella good 
Oh, it was so good. Like that was by far, if I had to pick any standalone DLC game ever, I would say that was by far my favorite. And I wish they would do it for uh, Red Dead 2. You mean the zombie one? Yeah. Yeah. He would, he would uh, think they reminds would, me. Rockstar is not all that DLC shit. Remember that game on Xbox, Gun? Yes, that, this is what Gun should have been, but Gun failed to no, do. Gun was so Gun was fun though. Gun had it was fun. Had some it good, was had some, no pun intended. Had some good gunplay. It was in the my name. my only, and I keep bringing this up. But this is the second time I brought it up in this podcast. So I remember buying it for the 360. They had achievements. They have the typical beat the game on this mode. I did it on the hardest mode. You normally, typically, you beat it on the hardest mode, you get every single difficulty achievement, right? Not with gun. You literally have to go back and play every single difficulty to unlock the achievement. Time out on the field. So this was one of the first 360 games, one of the first time achievements were being implemented. And early games like that only had like 12 achievements, so I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> uh, that game had more than 12 achievements. I think it had like 25. Okay, but it didn't have like the standard. What was the standard, like 40 or 50? I think it was 50 was the standard for regular games, and then arcades was 12, I think. 12. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel bad for you, sir. You can well, go. You, you can go back me. through Gun and play every other difficulty. I will never. No, the hardest one you can't. You can't beat. There's no way. Well, I did beat on the hardest mode. It's tough. And that anyways, that fruit fight gets me every time. Anything else on Red Dead or Alan Wake? I just think it's. I I love that these games are forever connected. I think Alan Wake has surpassed Red Dead now when it comes to the zeitgeist. At least this first one. I think Red Dead Redemption Two is sticking around a little longer than this one. But people still talk about that Marston ending. Like, that, that yeah, that for people. Sure. People were that, shooketh. That for sure will stick, but I will say, it's it's going on for almost five years now, and Red Dead 2, people are still gripping on with Death Claws. Wait. Oh, okay, wait. you were making a pun there. I thought, like, someone yeah, modded Death Claws. Yeah, I was like, the wait, there's, the death, there's a Death Claw mod? What? I, no, I'd, I play, I'd play a Death Claw mod. That'd be dope. I'm sure someone's done that. So I will say this about the John Marston ending. Anyone who hasn't seen a Western, how the fuck do you... <laughs> like in hindsight, I mean, anyone who's seen a Western should have like some idea of like, oh yeah, the, I mean, the main person might die. Wasn't that basically the ending to Young Guns 2? I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you the difference between one or two. Everybody dies. If, if wait, they all come back. Young Guns, if it's Young Guns 2, shouldn't Young Guns 2 just be called Old Guns because they're older now? I actually don't remember the plot to it. To be honest, Whatever. I would say it's more of like uh, that more modern one that had Chris Pratt where he died. Chris Pratt died. Is that right? Serious Six? Moneyball? Serious Seven? No, no, it's a Western movie. Which, um, it was Serious the... Six. Mag- it was Magnificent right. Seven, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, was the seven of them defend the town from the bandits and shit? I need to and, like yeah. have them die. I'm sure it's a fun little like turn your brain off and watch like these cowboys oh, it was. go to war. It was fun watching Chris Beck get his brains blown out. Oh, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why people. I, I get why because he's got some conservative like background and like says has said some shit. I don't. I don't understand how it's turned so fast on him though. It was fast. It was fast. Like it was faster than his weight loss. It oh, was fast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Let's agree. Let's finish up. Uh, we had Moving to pick on. something to finish this. Uh, besides the four we picked, it was a little dry. I think this one holds a, some special recognition. June 22nd, my dating anniversary with my wife, by the way. Transformers War of Cyber, War for Cybertron. This was a third-person 
action uh, Transformers game. You shot and did all that fun stuff. It was, turned out really good. Uh, I think this game is remember well. So I, it got it's got its beefs. People were like, "Man, you're in the la- you're in the same looking areas a lot," and I believe that because you're on Cybertron. But you know, this is taking Josh Deluxe three forty five again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do it. He gets a shout out, right? Or they looks three forty five. We appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah, let's hook up, play some games, man. Uh, hook up. Th- let's hook up, play some games. That's what the kids say, right? Um, this looks. This look. I. This looks like a lot of fun. It reminds me of Gears of War, but with Transformers, and you can turn into cars. And um, but this is like a great example of what to do with existing IP, because all the Transformer games before this were booty uh and this is also the the time where you're starting to see the batman games get better so you're starting to see actual ip be taken care of instead of like oh hey go make this game go make this go make this avatar game that will be famous for giving people a thousand gamer score in five minutes josh i know you played that one no josh this one no there's an avatar game where you could 10,000 or a thousand point it in five minutes with all these. Oh games. yeah. There's like yeah, that one. I, and there's like I a did. turtles game. That's exactly the same thing. I did both of those. Josh yeah. knows what you're talking about on both. In, both of I mean, in my defense, for those who don't know, my gamer score was pretty high. I had 150,000, I think was or very relatively close to it. I stopped doing it, but you know uh, what we used to call someone who chased achievements, Josh, Josh, you were an achievement whore. I, I whore. Hey, it gave, me, it gave me purpose in life, okay? You, you achievement whore. And it introduced me to indie games, because before then, I really wasn't that much into them. Like, I played the few that came out with, like, the Summer Arcade, mm-hmm. but really didn't. But honestly, I would say since I started doing that, I have appreciated indie games a lot more for what they are. I need I need to get the, sound, the make your money whore sound bit in here for this part for you, Josh. <laughs> There's an episode <laughs> of Community where they sell their handshake. And like uh, Pierce, who's played by uh, who's the guy that, uh, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. And they sell it, and he's like, "Patty," or he says someone's name, and like he wanted them to do the handshake, and they're like, and he says it again, and they're like, and they're like, he's like, he looks at him, he's like, "Make your money, whore," and they <laughs> they do it in slow motion, and they, <laughs> Josh, make your money, whore, you little achievement whore. Whore. Anything else on Cybertron? I just thought it was big because of the IP. It's 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 one of the better Transformer games. I mean, it was good. It's I believe its sequel was what Fall of Cybertron, which was pretty good too. I mean, obviously it was very uh, not much different other than maybe the setting and time and all that. But for what they were, it was good. It was a fun time. I just want to use this time as we end our Cybertron coverage to thank Deluxe 345 for being featured in two gameplay videos. Now he's going to, now he's Josh, you just made the man a meme and I love it. You're welcome. We have an inside joke oh. folks, but I think we might name this episode Deluxe 345. <laughs> he, he's not, oh, he's not going to get an uptick at all from it. All right, guys, oh. anything else on Q2 here? No, I think we go straight into nah, the news. Nah, dude, it was shit. Besides dude, Red Dead, it was shit. About? Alan Wake put some, Can, Jake, Tom put Clancy, some respect on God him. damn, Jake. Tom Clancy is rolling in his grave, Jake. Cultured fuck. Keep rolling. All right. 
before Jake, before Tom Clancy fucking ghost bitch slaps Jake, what do you guys say we do the news? Let's do the news. Let's do it. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister? It's time for old news. News time. All right. So. Cool. Cool. <laughs> April 15th, Xbox Live for original Xbox consoles and games discontinued. This seems really fast. This seems really fast. Yeah, that, that is pretty quick. It wasn't that long, but I think at the same time, they were trying to focus on getting the 360, you know, kept, keep them all running. And at the same time, weren't they at this point working already on uh, the next console? What was this, 2010? I think they might have still been a year off from that. They might have, like, there might have been hushes. Concepts. And, beep, beep, yeah. Beep, hey, 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 this, let's do this. Hey, hey, DMR, DMR, whatever oh. the shit they were talking about back well, then. Let's not forget, too, they're also focusing on the their current platform because the, the Connect. Yeah, the, the Connect. Was, yeah, the shit Connect. Don't get me started. On that. We'll, we'll shit on the Connect another time. But the thing here is, the thing that reminds me that I'm reminded of about this is because the Halo 2 players, the Halo 2 players who just kept going until I think like if you kept your Xbox on and kept playing, you were fine. But the moment, like if your power went out or the console cut off or whatever, you were out. So people just kept playing Halo 2 together. And that was, that was nice. I think I would like to see a documentary about those guys. Uh, Real sweet moment considering that you can't really, I mean, you I guess you could kind of play Halo 2 and through Master Chief Collection online. Well, they also had the PC version that the mm. I know it's not the same. I know, it's but not the same. Like that was a whole It's just it sucks cuz you lose a piece of that history. Like Halo 2 online is the whole reason we have everything that we have today. No, I agree. 100% agree. PlayStation wasn't doing anything. They were they were PlayStation much like they were now, much like they are now with Game Pass are um, head in the sand trying to chase something with their head in the sand. Uh, but RIP to those players, and wherever you are, hold your lovers, you. clo- hold your lovers close, and thank you. Thank you. We, we remember. We, we, re- we would like to take this time to remember the Halo 2 players that kept the server going just a little bit longer. April 20th to the 23rd, Captivate Capcom's annual trade show held in Honolulu. My God, I love that these trade shows, like, travel to like these nice like islands these nice places just so all these suits can like rub elbows in this nice place yeah for those who don't know at this point at least with e3 being a really huge you know expo of course these things were mainly there not only for their big wigs to be able to bump elbows but really they were just there to kind of like flex their stuff before the big show like hey guys here's just a little taste of what's coming this year or hey, coming up soon. You guys like Street Fighter 4? Do you want to see it in 3D in a handheld? Yeah. yeah. Or do you want to see a Resident Evil possibly a new one come out? Maybe what? you should just stick around. Would this be This would have been them getting ready for 6, right? Uh no, this is Revelations. Oh shit. I always forget about Revelations. Yeah. Anything that doesn't have a number on it. <laughs> including, does. including Code Veronica. I'm just like, what else you got? That's why when they skipped the Code Veronica X remake, I was like, that's okay. 
That's okay. I, I still kind of want a Code Veronica remake. Yeah, but... when they announced four remake and everyone's questioning, where's Code Veronica? <laughs> just like <laughs> I want my Claire. <laughs> what my Claire? You already have her, and you already have your Chris at this point. Give me my Resident Evil Veronica X. The gamers are pissed. Everybody hide. <laughs> Dude, they just seem to come with new characters, man. I'm tired of seeing the Redfields and the Leon Kennedys and the Redfields are the fucking Skywalkers of Raccoon City. If you yeah, take if you see new characters, go watch the latest Resident Evil movie. No, don't get me started Wait, on that did, either. <laughs> Wait, did Chris and Claire ever kiss? They're still the they're still the Skywalkers of Raccoon City. I don't care. That was a deleted scene. <laughs> Capcom was like, we can't we can't do this. We can't do this. Uh, May 4th through the 7th, the Humble Indie Bundle. That is now the Humble Bundle. Uh, an experiment into indie charitable cross-platform DRM-free digital game distribution is first released to great success. And it's still around. I mean, yeah, I mean, do, do you need, like, for those who are like, uh, are they still? It's like, yeah, come on. You can go on there and buy games all the time. You know that they succeeded in what they were doing. For those, those who don't, bastards. for those who don't really know what the Humble Bundle is, Josh, can you do a quick, like, layman's term? Like, uh, so basically, you, you they have like charitable causes, like for example, when uh, the Ukraine war started, they had a whole bundle. I think it was like what Nick, seventy games or something. Yeah, it was a lot of games. Yeah, seventy games, and it was like okay, you spend like thirty bucks on these seventy games, and you got all the codes for them. Even if you already have them, you can give them to your friends who may not have it and stuff. So like, it, it, it was a great value, and it, all the don all the uh, donations received went. Uh, to that cause but they have like several of them and then if you're not looking into that they even have a thing where they have the free game of the month where if you pay for a subscription you get that free game yeah and the subscription like they do a new bundle every month there's like yeah what 12 games a month or something like that usually something like you, that you yeah. get the codes and you can give them to your friends they're not stingy about it um, no they're like it's yours I've, I've, never, money. I've never had a bundle but I've had people give me games that I've never played from bundles <laughs> Yes, yeah, of them. Uh, I've got a few of the bundles, and I've ended up keeping either all the games because I didn't have them, or I ended up giving them all out to people. I think so. T I think TK gave me a um, a civilization game through that. I think it's <laughs> yeah. still cool that it happens. I think so, I think some of their I think some of their luster has been lost with like Game Pass now. Yeah, but it's still a cool thing, and a lot of them being charitable is still awesome. Uh, yes. June. 15th through the 17th, E3 2010. We got a cute little link here. We're going to click this cute little link. Come here. Cute. Oh, yeah. I was not aware. That link just takes you to the uh, Wikipedia page that's nice enough to not only list all the games that they talked about, but based on which company in alphabetical order. So, okay. this. Oh, my God. The Last Guardian. That didn't, that didn't come out for years. That was a PS4 oh. game. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're just the gonna, last guardian. We're just gonna hit whatever comes to my mind from this. So let's see, Skyward Sword for the Wii, uh, Ocarina of Time 3D for the 3DS. I got that. That was actually hard to get for a while, and was like a game that was scalped to hell and high water. This is also the, this is also the E3 with the Connect, and I believe Milo, the freaky little AI boy. And I think I read a, I think I read a rumor that that didn't actually function. I think they actually had somebody reading for Milo. I, that sounds about right. I think I read that it was either it was like a game scoop like rumors thing, so I don't know if there's any brevity to that, but that sounds right because there was never anything that advanced when the Kinect came out. People were playing that fucking kitty Star Wars game. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I mean, Gears of War 3, Halo Reach, Infamous 2, Killzone 3, Little Big Planet 2. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. First of all, Snake Eater came to the 3DS. Love it. Second of all, there was a Saw 2 <laughs> video game. <laughs> there was a Saw... Just, just... There's a, just the, the fact that there's a Saw video game. Uh, Human Revolution. Josh got his rocks off to that one. Arkham City. I did. This is a pretty good E3. It's not bad. No, they introduced Batman Arkham City, Fear 3. Let me, I let, mean, me it, let me read off let me read off uh, Microsoft's. I think this is a pretty good one. Minus the Connect stuff. My, the their Connect stuff sucked. Uh, Fable 3, Gears of War 3, Halo Reach. Those are your three right there. No, that's I mean that's all you needed. That basically Microsoft dominated that. That you just need those three. I, you know what? Microsoft can't even do that now. They don't have their big three anymore. It's sad. No. It's sad. And honestly, from there, it's... I'd almost have to give it to 2K Games at that point. For, like a, the, like oh the second fall, in my That's opinion. Real, so, okay. So, for those listening, 2K Games had Mafia 2, Sid Meier's Civilization 5, Spec Ops The Line, which is goddamn good, and mm-hmm. XCOM, which... We didn't know what kind of we didn't know what we were getting into with that. We didn't know what it was going to do. Argent clean for the Rage Clan. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so that is the news. Jake, do you know what time it is? Wait, do you have the noise? Let me hear it. Well, I'm not gonna play it in the show. Oh, oh, me time. I didn't know you edited. Yeah, I, Jake, I edited it in. I thought you just record and slap it on the if I, if I hit Jake, if I did that right now, you wouldn't you wouldn't hear it. Nick slaps the hood of it and goes, this bad boy sells itself. All right, Jake, what's the meme we got here today? Well, the meme we got here, uh, well, shut up and take my wolf pelts. So for those who don't... That's, who, uh, go ahead, Jake, go ahead. Oh, I, don't, I don't, honestly I don't know his name. Okay, so right. Fry, so Fry from Futurama, it's the it's the shut up oh. and take my money, but it's Fry dressed as John Marston from Red Dead Redemption, holding a wolf pelt and saying, "Shut up and take my wolf pelts." Well, I mean, I knew it was Fry, I just didn't know it was John. John Marston, killed in 1898 at gunpoint by the U.S. government. Spoiler alert. Jake, it's a good meme. It's a solid meme, Jake. Good work. All right, we are yes. going. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I am going to do a speed cap of Alan Wake. I've got five minutes to get through Bright Falls. We'll see if I can do it right after this. Hey, everybody, we are back. It is speed cap time. I am doing Alan Wake from 2010 from Remedy Studios. Great little cult classic. Five minutes to get through it all. Josh has the score sheet. There'll be a PDF of the unmarked sheet up in the show notes. So you can play along. Don't do it while you're driving because that is dangerous and stupid and you do not need to do that. All right. So I'm controlling my own timer. I don't know if I'm going to need the full, full five minutes for this one, Josh. No, I mean, as long as you know the main plot, I mean, really, you'll get a majority of it. Um, for those who don't know, Nick is trying to go for 35 points. If he gets more than 35 points, he'll pick the next game for me to to uh, speed cap. Otherwise, if not, I get to pick. And I'll decide that in the next show because next show is a quiz and I'll decide it after. 
Yeah. Cool. 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 Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hit the button. When it's at five, I will start my speed cap. Good luck, everybody. Here we go. Good luck to you. Godspeed. Okay. okay. So Alan Wake takes place. Uh, Alan and his wife, Alice, go to this lake house in this town called Bright Falls. Uh, Alan is there because he has writer's block. He hasn't been able to write a book in like two years. He's an author. Uh, Alice disappears. Uh, and Alan um, can't find her anywhere. He's asking locals and she's gone. She's fucking gone. And um, there's this evil presence called the Dark Presence that's haunting Alan. And it's possessing things around him. It's possessing people. I think the guy that rents out the lake house to him, I think his name is like Stucky. And that's like a major boss. And Stucky's like uh, bugging you throughout this whole level and you eventually kill him. And I think it's like a log yard. Um, but you shine your light on people to hurt them. And then once like the darkness is off of them, you kill them, which is kind of dark. Cause it's like, are you still, are you still evil or am I just shooting like the town folks now? I don't know. Fuck you. You're a townie. So anyway, first night Alan escapes. He like gets into a car accident somehow. He's been unconscious for a week. His agent gets there, Barry. Barry is, a, I think Barry's like the comedic relief. Uh, he's like, hey, you're my star, baby. What are you doing here? We gotta get out of this town. This shit's crazy. Alan tries to tell the police chief. I forget her name. She's the lady police chief, though. And she doesn't believe him. She's like, this fucking author's drunk. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. But shit fucking ramps up. Uh, Alan finds out that this dark presence is using a, the manuscript for this book that he wrote called The Departure. Uh, but he doesn't fucking remember writing it. So it's, he's so up his own ass, he doesn't remember writing this book. But this darkness is using this book to fucking make things happen around him. And um, that includes, like, possessing, like, machinery and, like, other things around the town. There's a fucking tornado that rips through the town and, like... Uh, fucking there's a lighthouse uh barry and alan get drunk in the cabin for some reason i remember reading that like wait all this shit's going on you guys get drunk in the cabin what the fuck is that about uh alan wakes up there was a there was another author i think he was a poet i forget his fucking name oh no i just had it i just saw it it was like maxwell it was um zane it was zane, something zane thomas zane or something zane and um he he's dressed like a diver and that's because um so the police chief is like wait you're staying at the cabin on the lake the cabin and the lake haven't been there for years there was a volcanic eruption years ago turns out that zane guy was being haunted by the dark presence dove down and caused the volca volcano to erupt to put the darkness to sleep darkness is back feeding off of alan alan's old uh, book that he wrote that he doesn't remember writing so alan and this pres dark presence takes the form of like an old woman that you saw earlier in the game so Alan um, is going to fight it. He's trying to escape it. The last line of the game, he says, it's not a lake, it's an ocean. Uh, there's two DLCs. I think one's called The Signal. One, another one's called The Rider. There's an evil version of Alan, which is like the version of Alan that um, is very finicky, very nervous. I think it has his name Mr. Shaky or, oh, fuck, he's got a name. Mr. Sketch, Mr. It's going to come to Mr. It's Mr. Scratch. It's Mr. Scratch because he's the nervous anxiety side of Alan. And Alan's fighting to get away from him. And uh, in the end of the signal, uh, Mr. Scratch attacks Alan with like this big mound of TVs and Alan ends up beating him. And then in the writer, Alan has to come to terms with like letting go of everything in his mind and recombining with Mr. Scratch. And he fights through a bunch of enemies. Like the gameplay, there's not a whole lot of plot going on there. You get it. You get piecemeal turns out alan wake is canon within the control verse alan wake's actually a character in control alan wake's getting a sequel um 
You can pick up pages of the manuscript as collectibles throughout the game. Ooh, indigestion. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, your wife, Alice, I think you eventually find her. Uh, but Alan, you she's found, but then Alan is lost. You can't find Alan. He's gone. Um, and then I think that's it. Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Fla I, I, talked about the, I talked about the flashlight. I talked about combat. I talked about the town. There's a, that songs in the game that you'll put the lime in the coconut and drink it all up. It plays on in a jukebox in the, in the game in one of the cafes. Um, there's six chapters. Uh, each one ends with like an awesome like indie song that makes you feel like a hipster, makes you want to go drink coffee at a coffee shop. Uh, Alan's got a bitchin' tweed jacket. Uh, Stucky, I mentioned Barry. I mentioned the officer didn't know her name. I mentioned the poet Zane. I mentioned the dark presence. Uh, I'm going to yield my time. Nick, you concede your time of 10 seconds? I concede my time of 10 seconds. All right. Um... Let me add up the scores. Jake, go ahead and talk to Nick. Talk to me, Jake. Um, I don't know anything about this game. I'm sure you did fine. Uh, it's not like you had, you're like, this game was like your boyfriend at one time. Um, you make me want to drink coffee now because coffee sounds amazing, but I got work in the morning, so I can't drink coffee at the moment. I just um, pulled up the You suck. And I saw, a, I see a few. Ah, the clicker. I should have mentioned the clicker. Oh, I got Zane, though. I got Zane. God damn it, I got it. I'm sorry. Spoiler alerts for those waiting up patiently for the score. I'm sorry. I'm just excited I got that man's name right. Yeah. I do want a coffee, too, but it's 1041 p.m. That man's name is the father of his child. Thomas Zane. Zane was an old college roommate. Zane was awesome. Josh, is it taking this long to score this? Uh, yes, and I'm done. Josh, he's in the database, man. Data, data, data. All right, so we're going down the list real quick to make sure there isn't anything we may have missed. Uh, so starting us from the very top, Nick didn't mention Remedy Entertainment. I mentioned Remedy Entertainment. I said it was a Remedy game. Did you say Remedy? I said Remedy. Yep. All right, I will give it to him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Thank you. Change that score real quick. Anyway, you didn't mention Alan Wake. You mentioned he had writer's block. You mentioned the setting Bright Falls, Washington. You mentioned Cauldron Lake, but you did not mention the cabin specifically. I said he was in a cabin. I said he no, was in a you cabin. Didn't. You Stuck, did not I said Stucky gave him you... the key to the cabin. Well, you're going to have to find out when you upload it on YouTube, Nick. <laughs> All right, screw it. We'll give it to him. No, come on, man. I would, I would argue that. I said it was a cabin because I even said the officer said there was no lake or cabin. All right, 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 right. Raccoon would hate fix, you. I'm going to have to fix this either way. Okay, so uh, okay, so you did not mention that she was kidnapped. You said that Alice disappears. She's actually drugged into the water. Anyway, besides the point. Uh, but I gave you half credit for that and the fact that you did mention it's a week passes and he doesn't remember what happened. So I gave you half credit. Uh, you mentioned the shadowy forces attacking Alan. I don't know why I gave you half credit there. I mean, that's my fault. Thank you. Um, Thank you. The board finally sees it my way. <laughs> you you did mention the, the diving suit leaving the manuscripts around. Um, you did mention that whatever is written in the, the manuscripts comes true. You did not mention the shadowy figures' names. They're called the Taken. You got me on that there, Chief. I did not say Taken. You also did not bring up the fact that at one point Alan uh, 
is held up at the lodge and basically is told like, oh, you're having a psychotic break. You need to rest and do all this. I completely forgot about the whole Dr. Hartman and him being misled, like him being brought there because of that. And same thing with after with Barry helping him escape it. So you didn't bring up those two. I just just knew Barry was there. That's all I knew about Barry. (laughs) You mentioned Dark Presence, and I didn't update that. You did mention that it's trapped in Lake Cauldron thanks to Thomas Zane. I'm, I'm so glad I, you. I saw, like I was looking at your face as I was saying your name. I'm like, blah blah yeah. Zane, blah blah. You said, Z- you said Zane, and I put you a half credit, and then you went Tom- Thomas Zane. I'm like, dude, really? Come on, <laughs> I, I could change that. Your face, you um, could tell. Yes, you did mention. It, and for those who don't know, he was in the diving suit, but you don't realize that until that point. Was the old you lady the old lady in the lake? Was that Cynthia Weaver? No, Cynthia Weaver is the one who helped Thomas Zane. Okay, all right. She's the one who like was like basically like hid the clicker which is like the 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 device that helps will help alan get yeah and i i i completely forgot about like saying something about the clicker but i remember like his manuscript like makes the clicker functional yeah um you did not mention that alan completes the departure that's what ends the game is he has to go back to the to the lake and basically finish the the departure the manuscript Mm -hmm. uh you didn't mention i'm actually really shocked you did but you did mention the final line of the book and of the game, as far as the main game goes, which is, it's not a lake, it's an ocean. It's the most famous, line, most famous line in a Remedy game, I'd argue. You did get the Signal DLC, and you did get the Rider. So let me fix the points real quick, since you made me add up a Let's bunch. Let's go. Let's go all day. Okay. This is five minutes. I don't need five minutes. I could have done that in three. I could have done it. I could have done what, what we got? Jesus Christ. So he just barely passed. Barely passed with 37.5. Yeah. And he needed 35? He needed 35 or more. Oh, well, you gave him points. I, I know. I, honestly, it, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. I have to advocate for myself. If I'm being mistreated by the board, I'm going to mention I'm being mistreated by the board. The, ra- the raccoon would not have let this pass. For those who don't know, when Jake is keeping score, he's actually Ricky Raccoon. Well, then, no, Jake, you can be Rubric Raccoon when it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, so I'm making the next one? Yeah, but you got two weeks before that, so it's not like yeah, we're doing got, it right the second. You got some time there, Chief. I did it. Oh, I get oh, to I pick know. Josh's speed cap game in two weeks. It's going to be a fun one. What's the game? I, well, I, we'll, we'll pick, pick it, it in two then. weeks. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. Damn it. No, we'll pick it next week. Yeah, I'll pick it next week, but you won't do it for it won't be until well, two, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. That is smashing game time. Uh, as always, uh, rate and review us. Spotify, like Josh said, listen to us on Spotify and then rate and review us. Uh, you can do it on Apple, Google, wherever. We appreciate it. It's the best way to support the show and it's free. Uh, as always, thank you to Alex Marvin Clark for his awesome song, Hunt Him Down, that we use for our intro and outro. You can find me at Nick Fat Knight on Twitch. On Twitter, I am at That Kaufman. Jake, where can the people find you? You find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube at Jakey Boy Kaufman, and you can find me at Juke GG if you're in, interested in that stuff. Juke GG, what is that? It's like an esports uh, related um, social media that's kind of new. Oh, you esports kids! Josh, where can yeah. the people find you? Find me at Twitter at. I am Josh saying, and you can find me on Twitch. I'm Josh saying. I, what is I he hate, saying? I find this, out. Find out. I hate the disparity <laughs> between those. I'm on. And as always, smashing game time. You can find us on 
uh, Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. We are new on TikTok. We've got a video up. We got to get a few more up. We got to get into that TikTok algorithm. We gonna get that magic going. Uh, as always, folks, this has been Smashing Game Time. Uh, we hope you guys had a smashing great time. And we'll see you next time when we do 2010 Q3. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We end it. <laughs>